let's say let's say my girlfriend's asleep on the couch. Okay, you pack a bowl with your marijuana pot, and then it's going, it's passing around. You don't have a lot left, you know, maybe a little, little like, little bit of the plant left in your bag, and uh, I wake my girlfriend up to hit it mm-hmm. because I don't, you know, I don't want her to feel left out. I want her to be high on pot with me, and uh, you get mad because she's she, already asleep. Yeah, she's asleep. And uh, I, it's kind of me taking a hit and then taking a little bit of the bowl out and just throwing it on the ground, just wasting a little bit of your dope there. Mm-hmm. So you can see now how that is kind of an issue yeah. with uh, the, the girlfriend being asleep and um, ripping of the pot. Feel, thoughts on it? Let her stay asleep. You're right. She's she's already taken a weed nap. When I'm passed out drunk on the ground throwing up, the last thing I want is some dude coming up and be like, "Dude, you want a shot of whiskey, bro?" That's and you also don't want to, you also don't want to run the risk of her actually waking up and hanging out. Exactly, too. That's devastating. Inventions. Hundreds of hopeful inventors have lined up around the block for this once in a lifetime opportunity. ready i'm ready bro welcome to inventions the podcast the podcast that talks about things that should exist that don't exist i'm adam he's cody and we're already on to episode five episode five adam it's huge we're just rolling right along fucking huge and we got a lot to get to today huge day today adam not even talking about podcast stuff very big i'm talking about d-day d-day is upon us d-day are what we call wednesdays because the d stands for domestic and a lot of domestic things to take care of on Wednesdays. And then we just have this podcast right in the middle of it that kind of screws it up. Um, you have got to go get a haircut. And no. normally this isn't newsworthy. But if people could see that <laughs> hair right now. and the Time fact for that, a trim, Adam. The fact that you're going to go get rid of that Ronald McDonald clown hair that you got going on right now. Do you want to hear what I have in store for it? First off, I want to tell you, I'm a little devastated that the hair is going because I feel like a piece of you is going. But see, when you hear what I'm turning this into, I think that you'll be satisfied. Do you completely. know what? Do you know what steez is? <laughs> and if you just let me tell you what my new haircut's going to be, I think it's got steez written all over it. Steez is a word I just learned recently. Really? From yeah, this girl Catherine used the word steez on me the other day, and I didn't know what that meant. Huh? Um, how would you qualify? Steez, because for style, the the, the the no your steez, I mean epic, your steez is epic. Yeah. Okay, so for the viewers at home, and by viewers I do mean listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, you have a live strong bracelet on yep. one wrist, one wrist, and then a live stoned bracelet on the other Isn't wrist. Is that a funny one? Um, always some eccentric plaid colored shorts, mm-hmm. and today you've gone with the Miami Vice blue button-up polo short sleeve short sleeve yeah (laughs) yeah um last last week was a flops too what and i flip flops on go ahead and talk into the mic flip flops okay yeah you're always a flip-flop guy so your steez in my opinion is going to be dramatically reduced today when you get rid of that haircut well and again it's not that i'm getting rid of the hair do you want me to run it through you i called it a haircut (laughs) i meant to say get rid of the hair do you want me to run, run you, give you a rundown on what the haircut's going to be? Give me the rundown. So we're going to take the sides a little shorter, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe even buzz them. The top is going to be a little faux hawkish, 
Is that right? Oh, I'm not done. The back is going to stay long, and there's a very high chance of three Kanye stripes on the side. I can't so even. basically what we're talking about is a faux hawk mullet with three Kanye stripes into the side. I can't even picture what that's going to look like. I'm looking at it right I hope now. I can find a hair cutter in L.A. that can do it. You told me you plan on going to Supercuts. <laughs> and I don't know if that's in the repertoire of yeah. the people certified to cut hair at Supercuts. I hope so. I hope I can find that one special man out there. So you're getting this haircut because tomorrow you embark on quite the journey. Yeah, I have a birthday party tomorrow. Well, birthday party Friday night. Even though your birthday is not till Monday. Monday. I know it's a little girlish. You know, I don't want to sound like a girl necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's probably the first time that I've ever really done something like that. Usually my birthday's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but, but you, year, you can't help when global. Two, two. You can't help when global is It scheduled. just happens to fall right on... On my birthday, and we actually, today is actually my buddy Pete's birthday, so I'd like to say happy birthday to Peter Holtzberger. He's one of the people that I'll be going to Global with, so it's kind of a conjoint birthday party. I don't I kind of feel bad because I got the title of birthday party, and it's three days away from my birthday and only two away from his, so I was kind enough to conjoin it with him. That's very, very nice yeah. of you. Um, Global is short for... The Global Dance Festival. The Global Dance Festival. So, so I've been taking dance classes, um, ballet and hip-hop dance. Salsa. For the past two to three weeks. Tango. Tuesdays and Thursday nights, 7 to 9.30. And Global is in Colorado? It's, it's in Morrison, Colorado at the world-famous Red Rocks venue. So we're going to crush this podcast. You're going to go get a haircut. Mm-hmm. You're going to do some laundry. Clean my car out. Clean your car out. You're then going to drop one of your roommates off at the airport so he can get out to Boulder. You're staying back tonight, picking up a friend flying in from the East Coast tomorrow morning from LAX and then driving straight to Boulder. Yeah, and I talked to him this morning and I gave him the option. Before it wasn't an option, but I gave him the option today. If he wanted to come back and drop his bags off, he could, and he was down to just hit the road. So so straight from an, uh, a plane that's taking him from the East Coast to the West Coast, yeah. and then how Pittsburgh long? to LAX. Lands at 11, and then we drive. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. We'll That's probably... early for you. Yeah. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long day, I feel. And how long is the drive? It's like 16 to 18 hours long. You got a cooler? We're going to get a cooler. We're going to pack some uh, sandwich meats. Meats and, and cheeses. cheeses. His, my partner here, Adam, had the genius idea to, you know... The, You're talking he, to the listeners now. Right. Because we were just having a conversation. Right, right. I am. And I know my name. Now discussing um, something with the listeners here. Okay. Um, you can only really stop at McDonald's once on a road trip that long before you start, you know, really feeling it. So Adam had the great idea to pack some fresh meats and cheeses for some some sandies on the way. Got to have those sandies. You know what's funny about the McDonald's thing is you're just talking about is like, you know, you fear that if you were to hit up McDonald's every time you got hungry on the way out there, you're going there three or four times and you're probably going to, for lack of a better term, get torn up Yeah. at Global. But here's yeah. the thing is... Uh, <laughs> Um, I have been on this workout health regimen lately. My voice kind of died there. Let me say that one more time. A workout again, Adam. A workout health regimen lately, in uh, in which I've been going to the gym and eating better. And I've discussed this with a few friends. Um, the healthier you eat, the more you're tearing them off. 
<laughs> and the worse <laughs> they true. smell. I don't know that's why true. that is. So you might be better just to go with the McDonald's. Yeah, I feel – I don't know. Yeah, that's true. McDonald's farts don't smell like anything. But when you have fresh vegetation yeah. running through your intestines. I know, dude. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, are there going to be any girls? Well, hold on. Hold on. Before we get to that, you're taking a party bus from Boulder to Morrison. Correction. We're taking a land yacht from Boulder One to more Morrison. Time. Land yacht. Uh-huh. It, now, there are pictures online, people. If you don't have time to check it out, I'll just break it down for you. You've seen a party bus before. This looks like a party bus with a party bus on the back of it. It is huge. So a party bus mounting a party bus. Yeah. And there's about 25, 30 people going. Yeah. And you just got a phone call before we uh, we did the podcast or started to do the podcast, which we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, that said, we're going to be uh, filming this. Yeah. I'm not sure where that footage will be posted. I'll find out. But they're going to – they're some company or film program or some cool stuff that's neat like that is cool doing stuff? A, cool. Cool. Cool stuff is doing a uh, – K-E-W-L. Cool stuff mm-hmm. is doing um, kind of like a, a slow – you know, the setup sh- – watching every, the time lapse of the stages get set up and everyone file in and they're using our butt – well, they're using our land yacht as um, – you know, the transportation part. So you're taking a land yacht mm-hmm. after a 21-hour road trip that may or may not have McDonald's involved yeah. to a outdoor rave Yeah. yeah. for your birthday. It's going to be glorious. Well, happy birthday in advance to you. Happy birthday to your buddy. Sorry, his name already escaped me. It was Peter Holtzberger. And while we're on the subject of birthdays, happy birthday to Jasmine on the 15th. And who else is coming up? Uh, Me. Well, yeah, you. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, Ryan Manser, who just had a birthday, too. Oh, yeah, Ryan. I feel like this podcast, we really try to incorporate the listeners. We try to say happy birthday to everyone who's having a birthday. Yeah. And we do as many shout-outs as we can. <clears throat> and then I talk to the kids that I shout-out to, and they have no idea that we shouted out to yeah, them. so chill. Is anyone listening out there? <laughs> For the love of God, we do this every Wednesday. We put a lot into it. We're giving out these brilliant ideas for free. I know that we have like two or three diehard fans that I get a text from all the time. My family has disowned me because of the language we use on this podcast, which was your idea when we first started that we should start swearing. Well, I just felt like we should break away from the demographic of my mom is our only listener. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're stuck on 90 Facebook likes. That's just pissing me off. I don't know why it matters to me so much, but I want to get in those triple digits. So bad. We turn out this great documentary, and it's just like, people, you're listening to two guys that are clearly on the way to making it big. And even if you don't think we're going to make it big... We still are. We're we're going to make it big. Suck it. And we're also giving out these amazing ideas that can help get you famous. And speaking of those amazing ideas... Um, episode five here will be the first episode in which you bring one to the table. Yeah. Because, let's face it, this has been your idea for a podcast and then all of my ideas to follow. Right. And then I, so that's why I figured I could ride, you know, that I brought the inventions idea to the table for about four episodes or so. And then Mm -hmm. I really realized, like, you know, you sent me that text, like, hey, do we have an invention? It's like, oh, maybe I should, like, try to get something for our podcast. Yeah, this is a tough. So I made some calls and uh, eventually got one back. This is a tough format because we have to continually come up with these brilliant ideas. Turns out, folks, uh, it's hard to come up with inventions every (laughs) single week. And. 
The one we have for you today is brought to you by Cody, and I'm on the fence about it, but it's a pretty cool idea, and it's definitely geared towards um, our the home. Extreme. The extreme. Well, okay, yeah, geared towards the extreme, but I was going to say it's kind of geared towards our hometown, the hometowns. Yeah, we grew up like 3,000 miles apart. But we grew up in places where it snowed. Similar demographics. Yeah, where it's snowed. Is that the right word? No. No. Uh, what would I fill in there? Maybe uh, settings, geological landscape. There you go. That's too many syllables. Yeah, though. demographic is that. like a group of people. I feel. Yeah, yeah, it's a group of people. So I used that word demographic earlier when I'm talking about. I don't want my mom to be the only one. So back to the invention, though. Yeah, drop it's, it on them? yeah, it's okay. But before we drop it on on you guys, you got to understand that while the strip scalator, sick tog, straight to voicemail, and what was the other one we had? This the car key. Adam. The car key. Yeah. Those ones are geared towards everyone. This is geared towards. Um, this is a very specific demographic. Yeah. So yeah. they tell you you don't get famous by isolating people, but that's you know that's the best Cody could do, guys. So. Yeah. Uh, Cody, if you will, please take a take a, a a little bit of a break, so I can drop in a, a drum roll and then and then let it go. Okay. Sure. And go. The sensor cam, folks. Sensor cam. Now, I know that most of you have been in the situation where you've been, you know, trying that double cork McTwisty flip or your new kickflip backspin varial. And nobody's around to see it when you finally land it. Your cameraman's off, you know, at work delivering pizza pies. And so... What Are you talking about Clay? That's a Clay dig. <laughs> What's up, Clay? So what we're bringing to the table today is is very groundbreaking. It's innovative. It uh, It's more of an idea than an invention. So basically what's going to happen is... Uh, we have these sensors, okay? When you watch a ski race or a horse race or any real type of race, really, besides NASCAR, I'm not sure if NASCAR uses this or not. But when I'm not that, sure NASCAR is a sport. Oh, whoops. So when you cross that finish line, uh, it's not a timekeeper that presses stop on a button. It's a sensor that when you pass through it, it stops it on the dot. It's called a button, not a button. What was it? Button. So the sensor that we're going to use is that same type of dealie. And what we're going to do is put these pylons that have sensors on top of, let's say, a snowboard jump. Okay? Now, when you ride through those sensors, it's going to trigger the, sen- the, the sensors will read you going through it, and it will trigger cameras that have been preset in absolutely perfect locations to catch mm-hmm. all the footage. Various angles. And it, mad various angles. And it will record your sweet trick that you do, whether that be a nose grab or a method or whatever, 540. Um, it will then log your footage onto a website that the resort has set up using your RFID number. RF. ID, that's radio frequency identification number, and you find those little chips in your season's pass. Mm-hmm. So what we're, what we're trying to do here is eliminate, when you wake up in the morning, I want you to grab your board and go straight to the mountain. Okay, I don't, I don't need you wasting time having to call your stupid video buddy, what's up, Clay, or you know, having to worry about if your camera's charged or anything like that. You just go, it's worry-free riding, you throw your tricks, and you go big. 
RFID, like Cody said, is radio frequency identification, and a lot of resorts, including my home resort, Stevens Pass, in uh, Washington World State. World famous Stevens Pass. <laughs> Shout out to uh, uh, Hogsback. Yeah, there it is. Love that run. Yeah. Uh, big Chief. <laughs> the trails. Um, anyway, <clears throat> RFID, it's uh, radio frequency identification, and a lot of resorts have made the switch to it, and what it is, it's, the, it's a little chip that goes um, on your season's pass. So instead of wearing a ticket that's clipped to the outside of your jacket, it's actually, it can be in any any one of your pockets staying completely dry and it has a chip in it that reads um, basically that you have a, uh, a season's pass that's gonna let you into the lift lines. And I actually had an RFID day pass. And what, what was really cool about the RFID day pass, you stand in line only once to get your day ticket and it has an RFID in it. The next time you come to the mountain, like say next weekend, you can just go straight to the lift lines instead of the ticket lines. And when you go through the the gates, which now they have at the bottom of chairlifts, which are almost like what you see at an airport, like a, a sensor gate, a metal Typical detector. robotic replacement. Exactly. You go through and it reads that little chip. And even though I only had a day pass from last time, it will then build a credit card for another day pass. Instead of me having to go wait in line to get tickets, I go straight to the chair. When I go through the first time, it reads the RFID, and what that does is it builds the credit card. It's really environmentally conscious. It saves a lot of time. It's beneficial for everyone. So basically what Cody wants to do is with those RFID chips for season ticket holders only, we're talking about park rats here. Yeah. We're not talking about jamming this up. We're not talking about people that are learning to ski. We are talking about park rats. The, the guy that you hate going with, all, all he wants to do is jump off of icy jumps, break yeah. his tailbone, when really you just want to get some powder on the backside. He just wants to go huck crazy. Yeah. And all you really want to do is just cruise, you yeah. know, and he, he, all, all he can think about is the park. It's for the Turning pro. Yeah. It's yeah. for the park rats. And you... With your RFID, like Cody said, on an approach to a kicker, your RFID triggers the cameras that are aimed at that kicker in multiple different multiple different locations to get different angles and films you going off. So let's say you session a whole day in the park, you spend six to eight hours in a park, every time you hit a jump, a camera, multiple cameras are triggered, you get to see that footage down in the lodge you have a password that protects all of your archived footage, and you can select what you want to keep and what you don't. And you can then upload it to Facebook, YouTube, Vimo, whatever. Basically, it's having yourself be filmed without bringing a cameraman. Yep. And it's hands-free, and it's a purchase that we discussed would be best structured if it was made ahead of time like while purchasing your season's pass exactly it's not really a pay as you go it is for the people who are diehard park rats who are in that park every saturday and sunday and instead of dragging a cameraman along they've got their rfid chip just triggering these cameras yeah and i think it'll really free up uh you know a lot of mental space for these riders you know without you know you don't have to worry about damaging your camera you don't have to worry about running out of battery you just ride there all is. day long worry free and when you get you can you can access the website anywhere you yeah can, from your home pc from and your let's ipad be clear. from your mobile phone let's be clear there is limited mental space for these riders exactly too. the park they, rats they really need to focus on hucking and just going big and that's and hitting the bong before yeah, they do it right and, yeah i mean it's just one just more thing bonged to, yeah yeah one more, one more thing to worry about is the camera which you don't have to worry about um 
so we ran this idea by Clay last night, the guy that you've been taking digs mm-hmm. at this whole podcast, the guy who did our documentary. Clayton Tatum. He, Clayton Howell Tatum. He, he loves to film. He's an avid filmer. Total nerd, yep. And he doesn't like this idea because he thinks nothing would be more boring than a tripod angle. Right. And then you came up. You said, I'll do you one better. How about multiple angles? I started to like the idea. Yeah. And then you said, let's take it to another level. And how about on some of these kickers, you have tracks that a camera is on sure. that goes with your pace. Yeah, you cl- follow the whole run. Yeah, you click in, and it's triggered to your RFID, and as fast as your RFID chip is moving, that's as fast as the camera's going, and, and it can catch you going down. And, I I mean, I'm not a park rat, but I can see how these guys would love that idea. Oh, I mean, that's all they want is footage, you know? I also feel like this podcast is really good at one-upping people. Like, we, we one-upped the flashback button. Sure. With the sick talk. Big time. And, you know, people said, well, what about the favorites list? <laughs> like, Because that's real. Yeah. You, Idiots. It is real, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's not as good as the sick talk button. Um, and now we're going to one-up. Um, we're going to one-up it again. I fuck, totally lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, yeah, what we're one-upping. We're one-upping yeah. the helmet cam. Yes. You know what I'm talking yes, about? I do. You, you see commercials. What's it called? It's not a flip camera. It's called the helmet cam. No, it's, I mean, it goes on the helmet, yeah. but it, it, their slogan is yeah. GoPro. Oh, sure. And you wear a helmet and it's got a helmet cam. I mean, talk about being constricted to one angle with yeah. that. And I mean, you can't really, I like to see them spin, not see what they're seeing. Sure. There's a reason I don't do the 1080s, it's because it makes me dizzy. Yeah. It's fuck. Okay, so I don't need to have that point of view. And so the helmet cam, in my opinion, becomes kind of obsolete at this point. Sure, it may add another angle, but it is just one angle. Yeah. Your idea is to have tripoded cameras yeah. everywhere, maybe and, a track. Um, Clay was also worried about um, having bad angles. Now, I'm going to leave the placement of the cameras up to the pro snowboarders and the pro filmers and those people who know what they're doing. I mean, we don't need to send an idiot up there to, hey, go put a camera where you think it'll look cool. You know, let's put... People who know what they're doing in there. Let's get Red Bull on this. Yeah, let's get know? some pros involved. Yeah. So sensor cam, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a camera that is triggered by a sensor. That sensor is your RFID chip. And this invention is for the park rats who love to spend all their time in the park. And basically, I can't think of anything else to say. I mean, and I, I, let me add here. Okay. Um, Good. I, I know it sounds... I'm glad you're adding because I had nothing. Sounds a little lazy and it might sound like robotic replacement to you guys. I assure you it's not. I research all of my robotic replacement. I, I make sure it's not robotic replacement. Because that is the number one three rule. We do not. And by the number replace. one three rule, I do right. mean just the number three rule. Exactly. Not the number you're one. Right. Just the number three. Because we only have one number three rule. But anyways, remember back in the day when you used to ride a roller coaster and you would have to take a picture of yourself. Now, when they put this technology oh, in on the that. roller coaster, you don't even know. You don't even think about it. It's second nature. Yeah. You get to the bottom and boom, we got mad pics of you getting scared riding our roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Now, all you do is ride all day. You get to the bottom. You go home. You take a shower. You get cleaned up. Hot chocolate. Rip another bonger. And then uh, you just r- jump right on the computer and you start breaking down footage. Can, you just enter your archive. Edit it any way you want. Drop any bales that you have. Perfect. This is the perfect system for the hut crazy park rat let's not get into it but we were also talking about if this could be used for other sports such as could we put this at a skate park could we put it um on yeah, a mountain this bike trail have to be exclusive could we do wakeboarding world. and the answer we came to was no i'm not. gonna go potentially 
but I I think it works best on the mountain. It definitely does work best on the mountain because I don't know how I don't know skateboarders who want to be carrying an RFID chip around. Right. I don't know how you're going to pull this that off would, on the see, lake when it would have to be because most snowboarding goes down at resorts. A lot of skateboarding is urban. You know, there's not. There are skate parks, but not a lot of people use them, and a lot of them are free. Just walk into it. These This system would really have to work at a skate park where you have to go buy a pass. That pass is going to have your chip in it, and then they're going to have their cameras set up. So that's exactly why it's not going to work because no one buys a pass that goes skating. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Have fun at Global. Happy birthday, Cody. Adios to your hair. It will be missed. The Sensor Cam, Episode 5, Inventions Podcast. For the second year in a row, the National League has won the All-Star Game, thus proving its superiority. National League for life. And for the second year in a row, Robinson Cano is the best second baseman in baseball. Peace out, bitches. I was walking down the street when out the corner of my eyes saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Or could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice. And you can go and send me on my way. I said, you're such a sweet young thing. Why you do this to yourself? She looked at me, and this is what she said. Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked.